Here's our 2020 Vision Radio News update for Tuesday the 7th of June. I am Curtis Morton. Out of Charlestown, Nevis, 20 toddlers from 10 preschools across Nevis will be contesting the Prince and Princess pageant as part of the Nevis Island Administration's Ministry of Education's activities to mark Child Month 2022 for the month of June. The Department of Education officially launched Child Month 2022 at the Artisan Village on June the 1st where the 10 pairs of boys and girl contestants were revealed. Participating in the pageant are Ines France Preschool, Naomi's Preschool, Gingerland Preschool, Montessori Academy, St. John's Preschool, Maud Cross Preparatory School, Vernon Loop Preschool, Charlestown Preschool, Combermere Preschool and VMJ's Preschool. Each school promoted one of the articles encompassed in the United Nations Convention on the Rights of the Child, including the right to food, clothing and a safe place to live, the right to a good quality education and the right to be treated fairly. The Prince and Princess pageant is scheduled for 5 p.m. on June 29th at the Nevis Performing Arts Center, NEPA. Out of Bastia St. Kitts, 147 Cajola Cristado workers to be made redundant. We get this SKNIS news report. Some 147 workers will be displaced when Cajola Cristada closes its factory in St. Kitts and Nevis later this year. Commerce and Trade Minister Wendy Phipps told the media on Wednesday that the government of St. Kitts and Nevis is leading a multi-sectorial response to assist 147 employees of Cajola Cristada, who will become redundant following the imminent closure of the manufacturing plant. I would have sat in a preliminary meeting about four or five weeks ago with the management team of Cajola Cristada and their attorney, Mr. Jason Kelsick, Mr. Damien Kelsick rather, and we would have gone through the entire process and what would be expected. We are being informed that the new owners of Cajola Cristado will only maintain plants in closer proximity to where their raw materials are, i.e. China. As a result of that, some 147 workers are expected to be displaced. The government has set about immediately to the to attend to the business of the transitioning of the workers of Cajola Cristada after the closure of the business, in other words, to get them back to work. So as a result of this, the Labor Commissioner would have put a team in place with a transitional framework that would have set about immediately with the calculation of severance that would be due to these workers and also to have a series of meetings with stakeholders, etc., and to partner with various state agencies in terms of retraining and retooling of some or most of these workers if necessary so that they can easily find jobs in other parts of the local economy. Workers who qualify for severance payments from the government were assured that all statutes will be handled properly as per the provisions of the Protection of Employment Act. Additionally, the management of Cajola Cristada has guaranteed that they will also make a gratuitous payment to their workers, the minister disclosed. Andre Huey, SKN Newsline. We go to break and when I come back, we'll have news on the regional scene. Many women women are precious souls. They were fearfully and wonderfully made by God himself to be a helpmeet for us men. It means that they are our partners, our equals, 
and ought to be treated with due respect and care. Domestic violence, rape and abuse in any of its forms is not only wrong and illegal but is not of God. Men, man up and let us treat our women with the respect they deserve. I am Curtis Morton Sr. and I endorse this message. Out of St. John's in Antigua, a fisherman is in a coma at the Sir Lester Bird Medical Center. We get this ABS television report. A 35-year-old French fisherman is this evening in an induced coma at the Sir Lester Bird Medical Center. The police are investigating a hit-and-run incident on Dockyard Drive on Saturday night, just after 11, which left a fisherman with multiple injuries, including to his head. The fisherman was among a crew taking part in the 54th annual Antiguan Barbuda Sports Fishing Tournament. He is reported to have been walking to his hotel on Dockyard Drive when a car hit him and sped off in the vicinity of a Five Senses restaurant. Director of the Antigua Sports Fishing Club, Robert Hall, gives an update on the fisherman. And then suddenly we saw some crews from one of the uh, Guadeloupe teams. They were running out, asking for help, looking for, for their friend. Um, and we understood that one of their friends was struck by a car. It was just up the street here past um, by Five Senses. And um, yeah, he was struck from behind by a vehicle and the vehicle had fled the scene, which is very, very unfortunate. Um, the gentleman is uh, he's now in a medically induced coma up at uh, Mount St. John's. So um, we're just pleading to anybody who, if you know anything, please say something. If you saw something, please come forward. Hall says the fisherman is no stranger to the fishing tournament in this country. The family right now are trying to make arrangements to get him flown out of um, Antigua to Guadeloupe to get medical attention uh, that he desperately needs. Uh, from what I understand, the situation is stable. Uh, he doesn't have any bleeding on the brain or anything like that, but um, he's definitely uh, in for some long um, therapy. He's been here before. Um, the, the boat that he's on has been here for at least several tournaments over the years. Um, they're very good friends of ours, um, so it's just very unfortunate. Out of Kingston in Jamaica, shooting in St. Catherine takes four lives. Let's get this TVJ news report. It's been a bloody start of the week in St. Catherine. This after gunmen went on a rampage, killing four men and injuring another in Spanish Town St. Catherine Sunday night. We have more in this report. A friendly game of cards quickly turned into a bloodbath along railway lane in Spanish Town St. Catherine. About 7.45 Sunday night, gunmen attacked a group of people gathered here. Then come but police don't move in a private vehicle. We need more vehicle if police are come. Oh, we need station Residents who did not wish to appear on camera told TVJ News that they actually believed the men were police officers, so no one moved when the vehicle approached them. It was not until three men exited the motor car and started spraying the groups with bullets that they realized that the intruders were criminals. The main thing we are asked the government for do, take the private vehicle them off of the road with the police them. We know a police them like they look a private vehicle and some, but we need for the... All right, then if a police them are going to drive a private vehicle, keep on the window down. Who no want an AC in there? We are pay feet and me are pay tax seat. Who no want AC that keep the window them done? Make what she said. A police, no. It plate white. No attack. We can't know when a police defend from civilian. Four people were shot during the attack. 
three of them died. 27-year-old Nicardo Moore, 24-year-old Kirk Barrett, and 23-year-old Horace Letman were later pronounced dead at hospital. Then kill somebody who start up their business. A business people then kill, you know? Business people then kill. We were told the gunmen continued their rampage minutes later. This time they went to Old Harbor Road near Ellerslie Gardens, where 34-year-old Desmond Bloomfield was shot and killed. Meanwhile, several spent casing were found on both scenes. The first shooting is suspected to be linked to lottery scam. No motive has been established for the Old Harbor Road shooting. And internationally out of the United Kingdom, Boris Johnson survives a vote of no confidence but is left politically wounded. Let's get this CNBC television report. The British Prime Minister Boris Johnson hangs on by a thread. Johnson narrowly survived a no-confidence vote from his own party. Today's vote was triggered after dozens of his fellow conservative lawmakers submitted letters questioning his leadership. Here's the moment that a party official announced the result in Parliament. I can announce that the Parliamentary Party does have confidence. Eleven MPs voted for Boris Johnson, 148 voted against him. The Prime Minister needed a simple majority to remain in office, 180 votes or more. That means he survived by 32 votes. In other words, 59% of conservative lawmakers say they support Johnson, 41% say they have no confidence. After the vote, the Prime Minister spoke to our sister network, Sky News in the UK. He described the result as both convincing and decisive. What it means is that as a, as a government, we can move on and focus on the stuff that I think really matters to people. Well, under current rules in the UK, Johnson cannot face another leadership challenge for at least one year. But today's vote does deliver yet another significant blow to his authority and wounded reputation. The prime minister sparked outrage across the UK for the scandal known as Partygate. Investigators found that he and his staff repeatedly hosted boozy parties at Number 10 Downing Street while the country was under a strict COVID lockdown. During that time, the government ordered people in the UK not to socialize at all or even visit their dying loved ones. Johnson has said he takes full responsibility for the parties, but of course, he refused throughout to step down. Now a growing number of conservative lawmakers say they feel the prime minister is a liability for the party. A look at tomorrow's front pages in the UK. The Eye writing, Wounded Johnson in Peril. Daily Mirror, Parties Over Boris. And the Daily Star, Carry On Pinocchio, Fibber PM Survives to Lie Another Day. Now to a weather update. The local weather forecast for St. Kitts and Nevis valid up to 8 p.m. today, Tuesday, the 7th of June. The weather today, partly cloudy with a 20% or slight chance of showers. The winds east. 10 to 18 kilometers per hour or 9 to 30 kilometers per hour. The seas 1.2 to 1.5 meters or 4 to 5 feet. The sunrise today was at 5.36 a.m. The sunset today is scheduled for 6.43 p.m. I am Curtis Morton wishing you a marvelous day.